The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Do you want to be a fighter? That's the question. It's not about cutting weight. It's not about living in a house. It's about do you want to be a fighter? Anybody who says they don't, I don't want you here. And I'll throw you the out of this gym so fast your head will spin. Cool? I feel like I'm on the next level. I want to go get that gold, whoever it is. Mom champ, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, the karate hottie, Michelle Watterson. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I have uh, Michelle Watterson on today and Dana White finally coming back on. He's been very busy. It's fight week. How good does it feel to say it's fight week? I mean, I literally was looking forward to Monday. I was like, fuck the weekend. I just wanted to talk about fight week. Uh, it's something we haven't said in a long time, yeah. you know, and uh, I am so excited about it. I'm excited about the card. I'm excited about. A lot of times I'm excited about like a, a fight or two. That's not true. I'm, I, I like a lot of fights, but this card in particular is just insane. So everything from the early prelims with Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa, right. all the way through to the uh, main event. I'm freaking. I'm psyched, dude. It's been. I think March 14th with you was UFC Brasilia. I mean, so by the time we see this, it will literally be almost two months without. Uh, without fresh fights. We got teased with April 18th, but now this is a reality, and it just feels so good. Um, it feels so good to have this these fights this Saturday, less than a week away. Like, next Monday, we'll be talking about the fights. Has Saturdays been feeling like Saturdays to you? What's the days been feeling like, Jimmy? Groundhog Day? Is every day the same? Tell me. It feels very, very weird, man, because, again, without, without the... Uh, Without the fights, without that to talk about, without, hey, we got so-and-so coming up, uh, well, let's talk about how the, you know, the fight went, whether they won or they lost, or anything like that. It has really been, um, it, it just kind of throws you off, you know? It throws you off. Like, the weekends, I don't have that to look forward to. There was at least two a month to really get geared up for. Um, and now we got Overeem and, and Walt Harris is rebooked. So there's other stuff rebooked. Um, they're still working on Fight Island. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a lot of good stuff happening. Listen, just the fact that we got the song Fight Island from Brett Okamoto is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want it to, yeah. I want it to happen and it's going to happen. I feel very sure. confident, you know, hopefully, you know, Dana will tell us the latest on Fight Island, you know, how great is it that they got, um, he's saying about a month, um, it's going to be ready. Um, how great is it 
that Jacksonville, Florida, Florida, I'm so happy Florida stepped up because now we don't have to wait. We never would have gotten this car. We would have had to wait for uh, a month to get Fight Island up and going. So, but like, so there's no uh, audience at all. It's one of those just close. No crowd. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind that. You know what's good? It almost is like uh, the old pride days. Because in Japan, uh, you could hear a pin drop. So, you know, when you're watching it, it's a different, it's a different, but the same. I don't know. But it, it, no, it's, 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 it's very, like, I don't know. Have you ever seen the old pride fights? You know, yes. What? Yeah, and you're right about Japan, too. About being quieter fans, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you don't even know the audience is there, you know, where the UFC is pretty, pretty loud, you know. It doesn't matter, man. I want to see... I want to see, I just want to see these fights. I'm so excited. I don't, audience, no audience, you know, it's going to be rock bands, rock bands said like, like Black Sabbath and Kiss and all those bands that the first time they worked Japan, they think yeah. the crowd hates them. They're like, they, what the fuck? These people are silent. Like just culturally, Japanese people are more polite and they're quieter. So they'll watch shows quietly, but they're loving them. But you think like, shit, they're not enjoying this. It's not going to be, you know, you're not going to, um, not appreciate it as as a uh, you're gonna still appreciate the action and and what you're watching with or without you'll be yelling at home you know what I mean I don't know. I I get caught up in it man dude I didn't care at all about the fans not being there you know what uh you know what I had my uh my and we're gonna talk to what Michelle Waterson in a couple of minutes Michelle Waterson yeah uh, you know what I had you know what I've been watching with my kids a lot of like old uh 80s and and 90s movies. Ah. You, know, you know what I watched? Now, this one this one is under the radar. I don't think you've seen this one, Jimmy. Okay. All right? It, it's from, I think, 1996. Who's in it? And it's Michael J. Fox. Doc Hollywood? And it's not a... No, 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 I'm not watching that shit. What that was I good. Did. Doc I Hollywood? I loved it. Him. What is he running around getting laid, Michael J. Fox? No, oh, no, no, no. He plays this, a doctor who fight, winds up in a small town waiting to get his car fixed. It was, it was really good. Oh, it's not like oh, I thought it was like a. a is it like a romantic comedy? Kind of, yeah. Michael J. Fox. It's very good. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's not it. Let's see, Michael J. Fox, not Teen Wolf. That was not in the eighties. Come on, uh, Jimmy. This not back in the radar. future. Uh, I would, no. Listen, Jimmy, I would not insult you like that. I would not have you play this game if it was Back to the Future. Uh, and yes, this is, this is, does, listen, it is an Avengers mug. I, it's my kids. I, does he play a nephew with Kirk Douglas as his rich uncle or grandfather? Absolutely not. I never made right. it through that movie. Green. I hated that too. Ra-cha-cha. That's stuff. How about this? I couldn't even get through it. I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Let me think, Matt. Let me just give me a right. second. Yeah, because... I'm giving you a second, but I listen. Who else was in it? Okay, who had a, a, a part in it? Not a huge part, but yeah. a small part was the uh, the 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 guy from uh, Full, Full Metal Jacket, the machine, uh, the 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 marine who was like, um, who's the the drill sergeant? That was, was Ar- Arlie Ermy. He's dead now, but yeah, that was uh... great and everything. But he was in it. You're, I'm telling you, Jimmy. I'm I'm fairly sure you're not going to get this. Let me let me think. Uh, let me think. <laughs> I got you. I fucking got you. Wait, wait, hold on. Stop it. What are you doing? I'm thinking. You no, you're not thinking. You're going on the, uh, the Googling it. No, you know, no, no, no. You're tapping out. Are you tapping out? 
got a couple minutes before Michelle Waterson calls in. I don't care. We, I could, you can run the clock out, or you could just admit uh, that you don't remember. I mean, Mars Attacks I liked. What? What the fuck that is? I give what up. What is it? <laughs> it's not the Flighters. Yes, Jimmy! You oh, I, that's the first thing. I said that before. Computer. You did not say shit. No, I didn't. I just looked it up on it's, IMDb. How? I'm telling, let me tell, did you ever see it? No, I don't think I did. Is it a horror movie or? It, well, it's like a, it's a horror movie that you can watch with your, your kids too. I see that's a weird for you because wow. that sounds insane. It's not like the it's not like a Ghost Dad. <laughs> Jake Busey's in it. Jake, yeah. So it's like it's it's spooky enough for the kids, but it's cool enough for the adults where it has some cool oh. music. You know that song like what is it the, with the Grim the Reap the, the what is? It? <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this because she did this in the thing. I know She's your mom's right out. It's a, it's um. Don't fear the reaper. What is Don't it? Don't fear the reaper. Yeah. Is that it? That's at the end of it. Anyway, uh, but it's it's almost like a combination of Ghostbusters, and mm, well, he's like a, like a mm, what else could it be? <laughs> well, it's kind of like Ghostbusters, but he's like a con man that he kind of works with the ghosts, and and uh, then there's like this this evil thing that's killing the ghosts. Even though it's hard to kill a ghost, but I guess you do. They. But it's hey, not a comedy. It's no, it's a little funny, but it's yeah, it's funny a little bit. It's like a Michael J. Fox type movie, but it got under the radar. Robert Zemeckis directed it. Robert Zemeckis, yes, yeah, sure. He's uh, He's he did a movie the, called Used Cars, which was very funny. He also did Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there you go. So if you want to watch something with the kids, they want to hey, listen. Our audience is, is huge. It's not just it's not just that's the, right. Uh, millennials, the people who enjoy all forms of entertainment. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, how's it going? What's up? What's up? Hi, Michelle. Hey, you got your daughter there. You guys hey. see what, what, what's waiting for me after the fights? Oh, oh a, a party. A party's <laughs> waiting for you. Hi. Yeah, hi. I feel like getting my daughters in to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> They're downstairs. It's so cute. She, oh. it, it's like anytime I have like an interview or, or something, she has a question to ask me. But when I'm just by myself, she doesn't want to talk to me. She <laughs> likes the cameras. <laughs> Michelle, let me ask you: with the quarantine, how great is it? You're probably—I don't know if you're—are you a homebody as it is or no? How great is it with the the family time now? You know, I I I, I look at the situation as always a glass half full. I think that it's a it's a great opportunity to like and a teaching point for my daughter to be more 
to to be more self-sufficient, to be um, um, an independent thinker, and to be uh, more uh, responsible for her her own duties. So um, it's a, it's a bit of an adjustment having to do some homeschooling with her and and try to figure out how to organize the homeschooling with the training. But um, it you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and so we we just push on and and we grow from this. That's the biggest thing is that. This not the biggest thing, obviously, but I mean, people dying. But the homeschooling is brutal because I see, I feel your pain. I feel your pain because I guarantee that your hubby's way better than me. Because my wife's, I have three kids. So my wife's sitting there juggling that and it's brutal, man. No, you're not getting paid for that. It is. And, and the, the thing is, is like, you know, that's not the hat that we normally wear. And that's not the hat that our children see us in. We're not teachers. And so when I'm trying to teach her this thing and she's like, well, that's not how my teacher does it. And I'm just like, <sighs> oh, no, you got <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I relate. You got to see my wife. Or if they start whining, she'll be like, oh, you're doing that in school. You're not doing that in school. That was crazy. Right. <laughs> You know, this is school now. You can't just, it's funny, no? <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh, you, you don't say that to your teacher. You you go, you take bathroom breaks every five minutes at That's, school? What's it's, going it's, on? So do they just, send a lesson plan or do you just kind of have to make it up as you go along? Araya's school, they send us, they, they email us the, the, the weekly schedule and she has a, a daily Zoom with her teacher for one hour. And they go over one, um, they go over one section of the schoolwork, and then the rest of the schoolwork she has to get done throughout the day. And uh, you were going to come on a few minutes ago, but uh, USADA came today. I guess they just show up whenever they want to. Do you, do you even though you know you're living a clean life? Is there always a, like a little like because you never, God forbid, you've taken something that got tainted in the factory? Like, you, is it a nerve wracking experience every time they show up? No, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of the gig. I understand. I'm a clean athlete. I have nothing to hide. So, you know, they come in. The only time I stress out is like if I um, like this might be a little bit too much information. But if I if I haven't gone like number two and they have to come in the bathroom with me, like <laughs> that's, that's rough. That's uncomfortable. Oh, wait, wait. So what do you do? Do you go, hey, look, do you warn them or do you just do you do half of what you have to do until they leave? No, you you can't control your bowels. You know, if it comes out, it comes out. But I remember one time telling them, like, yo, like, I think I have to do number two. And they're like, well, we have to be in here with you. And I was like, are you serious? Um, <laughs> Jimmy's next question is going to be, how can he get tested by USADA? No, that's not true. Because he likes, I mean. I, I like an audience. I like an I audience. I don't know. <laughs> what you want to do is you want to you want to wait until they show up before you do that just to make their jobs a little harder like, just so they won't enjoy coming to see you they'll be like michelle like no no let's get her next week they'll try to avoid it you won't have to deal with them as much <laughs> i heard the first thing in the morning is when it sucks like uh like if they come at like six what's the earliest they can come i think five or six but um yeah they came in i just woke up which which was actually pr perfect timing because you know when you wake up you have to go to you have to go to the restroom so i was able to hurry up uh, and try to get it done as, as smoothly as possible but even even the usada guys are like having to take extra precautions coming in wearing masks making me uh, be a lot more diligent with my hand washing sterilizing like all the things that they're passing back and forth to me like it's um everybody's you know it's it's a different world just being careful and i guess you get used to the invasiveness of it like you said it's just part of part of the job part of the job yeah um yeah I, i'm sure how often do they come um the last time they came was probably um 
four weeks out before I was supposed to fight in April. So um, it depends. Sometimes they come, you know, every two, three months. Sometimes they, I've, I've gotten one, I've gotten revisited within two weeks uh, before. Oh, wow. So whenever they just kind of feel like it, they can, uh, they can make it as random as they want. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And how many of them show up? Is it usually two? It has to be two with the females because um, the guys can't come into the bathroom with you. So it's it's usually two, a, a guy and a girl. Oh, and he'll, and he'll stay outside and she'll go in and make sure everything is, uh, you know, because it's amazing when you look at like guys in prison who have gotten popped with drugs and when they have to go like in front of their parole officer, like the amount of tricks people have come up with to fool urine checks, like for when, when they're doing drugs, like, they, like yeah. they'll have fake body parts and they'll have it's crazy how far people have gotten to fool these things too i'm not that i'm not that savvy i i get i did i remember trying to get into a club before i was 21 and like ratting myself out like i'm just i'm i'm the worst (laughs) you panic michelle how frustrating is it to know because just you, you know you're so great with your striking to know that someone's just is looking just to put you down. Not that Carla doesn't have any power, um, have any power, have any stand up, but we all we know where she wants to fight. Sometimes when you're fighting somebody that that just wants to uh, put you to the floor, it gets you a little get a little gun shy to, to really pull that trigger. Because knowing one wrong you know strike leads to a takedown, then you got to fight off your back. Is it frustrating fighting a fighter like that? I actually, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think. <laughs> Uh, and maybe it's because I haven't had a submission in a while, but the majority of my fight, my wins in my in my fight career have been by submission. So if she puts me on my back, I'm comfortable there. I'll pop off submissions, and if the submission doesn't pop off, it's going to open up a scramble, allow me to get back up to my feet, allow me to change position to get on top. So wherever the fight goes, I'm comfortable, and I, I think that's kind of like the funny part is everybody's saying that, you know, am I worried about her wrestling? I have really good wrestling offense. I have really good wrestling defense. But if the fight should happen to hit the ground and I'm on my back, I'm really good off my back. And you were originally supposed to – sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to say we don't see you on your back too often. That's the thing. So, you know, you go from fighting Joanna, who's a totally different fighter. She's She fights to keep the fight standing up. She rarely goes for a takedown. The fighting Carla, it's just a, such a different style, so – it is a different style, and Joanna is very long and rangy, and she likes to pop in and out. You know, Carla likes to push forward with pressure, try to take you to the cage, try to take you down. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the matchup. How, how long before did you realize this is not going to happen? Did you kind of, did you kind of sense earlier that like they're going to cancel this event, or did you have your, are you a kind of a positive person? You kept your hopes up till the last minute. You know, I um, I kind of was just really rolling with the punches at that point. Um, you know, when we got switched, everything kind of got jumbled in the air. It got switched to Vegas, and then um, the Vegas commission got pulled, and then and then Fight Island was, you know, on in in the talks, and then the fight between Khabib and Ferguson got you know canceled, and so everything was in the air. But one thing I know is that when Dana puts his mind to something and he says he's going to do it, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, if he said it was going to happen, it was going to happen. So I kept training. That's, that's all, that's all I did. That's all I focused on. And uh, yeah, Fight Island, have you heard when they might, oh, where, when they might be? I keep hearing in now it's a month from now. I mean, they're getting there on it. Have you heard any progress reports? 
Um, from what I hear, it's gonna be it's gonna be up and ready to go in June. Oh, okay. Okay. Speaking of Fight Island, I'm sorry. This is really important. Michelle, did you hear Brett Okamoto's song Fight Island? No. Oh, then you haven't lived. <laughs> you have to hear it. You have to, Jimmy. Jimmy, am I overhyping it? Well, Matt, I'll put it this way. Matt's favorite musical artist is Tyron Woodley, and his second favorite is Brett Okamoto. So he really is all in when it comes to UFC and MMA people. All right. You have to send me the the link. I'll probably jam to it all week. Let me tell you, he's a gifted man, Brett Okamoto. (laughs) He's got a banjo. Not a banjo. What do you have, a little guitar? He's sitting, he's like, I don't know. It's hysterical. I think it was a banjo. And T Wood and and uh, T Wood, I just I just can't go over his his T- rap. Yeah. Oh, he, he, let me tell you something. His I like his songs. Yeah, I two I like them both. Mm-hmm. So if you need to get hyped up, you know it's fight week. It's you, fight- get, you, put little, you just put on you know his songs. What I'll be your ass. And the other one that you make a song. Yeah, she knows Jimmy. She does. Yeah, that was a very big song. I mean, that, that was a pretty big song. Hey, did you watch? Did you watch Joanna uh, uh, against uh, Wiley? What, what What did you think of that fight? I, I thought Joanna eked it out. Like, and I and I, uh, yeah, I thought that she probably should have got the nod. I did too, but you know, I'm 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 not complaining. How right. I, it could have gone one way or the other. Yeah. In my opinion: both ladies walked away with the win that night. You know, I tuned in as a student, trying to to scout them out and, and watch them, and and I left as a fan. I was just so entertaining, and I was really proud to be a part of the strawweight division at that point because these ladies, you know, anytime one lady leveled it up, the other girl matched her and they just kept going bop 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 it was just so much fun to watch and these ladies are so technical in in every aspect and um not only were they technical but they were really aggressive and they were just you know taking shots and and giving them right back and it was just so amazing to watch i wonder i wonder how much uh yuana's head that because it blew up like that how much how much that impacted the fight, or if it did at all, you know? Because if I, that, I mean, that only I think that happened for one strike, and then obviously it's gonna get worse. Uh, but you know, if that wasn't there, maybe God it was a cut. You know, I don't know. I mean, it was so close. And do you mean the judges, Matt? Like, how yeah, much I'm sorry. Yes, I meant the judges. Yeah. Obviously, I yes. agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 that's the unfortunate thing is that I I did I did. Um, eke it out to, to Joanna. I thought Joanna, you know, pulled it off. But um, the damage was just so horrendous that I think, you know, it kind of could it could have swayed the judges in that way. But you got to think about Joanna is always like, um, you know, ha- been susceptible to those hematomas on her forehead. You know, one time it was on this side, the other time it was on this side, one time it's on this side. And inevitably, you know, it was going to, to, to build up that way. And it's just, you know, that's just... Um, the time in, that she spent in the in the in the cage all these years that it's just it's just over the years the 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 amount of damage she's taken you know yeah i mean and it is amazing too cuz she's had a couple losses uh you know uh, she was at 1.12 and now i think undefeated and for her to fight that well um against uh against Zhang I was really I felt bad for her like I kind of wanted to see her get it because I was like there's two because I, I honestly I thought that you'd uh, I think I had Wiley Sean picked in the fourth round I, I didn't think that Joanna would uh 
get into the fifth round. So the fact that she lost the fight that she probably should have won is heartbreaking. What, what am I looking at? And Anna, what am I? Oh, you have one cat. What's what's uh, the name here? What is this? This is Buddy. Buddy. This is oh, Buddy. <laughs> that is so awesome. And we you have a dog too. You have a dog, right? We got two dogs. We got a Great Dane and a Doberman. Oh wow! Wait, what was, I, what was, sorry, Matt. What was the dog? I was watching a YouTube video of you showing something. You were talking about shadow boxing and striking, aiming for the target, and not. Um, you, you, as opposed to calling out, you, you were talking about calling out, I guess, the target or something. And there was a dog in that video. That's not your dog. No, that one wasn't my dog. That was actually a friend of mine. He, Shane, Shane Faison. He, he has like a really, really great YouTube channel that is a, like a technique based for uh, different fights. And he came down. He was he was kind of doing like a road trip, and he came down and stopped by my home gym, and we we worked out together. Is that in your garage? Yeah. Well, it's it's a home gym. We have we have our garage, but when we bought this house, that was one of the, the like the saving graces for this entire camp. Really, is, you know, you know, the idea behind having a home gym, really stemmed from you know having a daughter and wanting to be able to be home with her um, in the evenings and not have to continually travel for for training in the evenings. So we built this home gym, and and it's been really helpful uh, during this quarantine because. You know, the, the big gyms are all closed down, so I'm having to have all my coaches come down and work with me here. And you, and you always got your hubby to hold for you and whatnot. That's awesome. Absolutely. Right? And, and he's he's uh, definitely taken a huge um, part in my camps these last couple of um, these last couple of fights and, and, and more and more so he's, you know, he, he has a, a, an amazing pedigree in, in boxing. He fought for the Air Force team. He had a, a, a short career as a professional boxer. Um, and, and probably within these last two years has, has been doing jiu-jitsu. So he's working on his gi. Ah, awesome. Yeah. He's working his gi. So now we can roll together if we need to get some stuff done. And, you know, Coach Izzy came down for, for a good amount of my, my fight camps, worked the wrestling and you know, him and Coach Izzy have been working really close together. So now Josh is getting a better understanding of the of the wrestling. So he's really taken a huge part of, of, of the fight camp. And what exactly were you showing him in that video about the target? Can you explain what that was? Because I, I watched it in kind of a clip. So it was right before we started today. I was looking over. Yeah. What exactly were you showing him? Talking about trying to change up the mentality of, of um, I think that sometimes when – when you begin to learn um, any type of martial arts, uh, you learn it. Um, and you you learn it analytically, like systematically, right? So you break it down: jab, cross, hook, uppercut, and these are things that you have to learn because they're the, all all the basics. But once you understand the basics, it's important to kind of broaden your horizon and, and open up your mind to allow your um, your creative mind to start working. And when you talk to any athlete or um, they, they'll, they'll tell you that when they're in the zone, they're just flowing. They're not thinking. And if you have to think about what you're doing, you're a split second too late. So the drill that we that we went over is instead of thinking jab, cross, hook, you you call out a target. And so I'll say nose. And, and you throw whatever you can to that target, the nose, whether it's a jab, a cross, a front kick, a side kick. And that allows your creative mind to be utilized. And so you're interlacing targets with all the tools that you have instead of limiting yourself to one tool. So what happens when you, as, a, the, as opposed to calling out like a hook or a jab, is your, your mind has to, does your mind have to take an extra step and picture where you're throwing when you yell out the target? <clears throat> you're just allowing your mind to, to – 
being more creative, you're just giving your mind more, more, um, more freedom to, to be creative. So if I was fighting Jimmy and you yell throat, yep. I could, I could kick his throat. I could punch him right in the Adam's apple. No, she'd have to yell back of head because I would be running. I would be going in the other direction. So she would have to yell back of head. Back of heels. Those are amazing targets, honestly, though, because that's what we talk about. We, we talk about aiming for the throat a lot because a lot of times when you throw to the face, you miss because people duck and then you end up hitting the forehead and breaking your hand. So you aim for the throat so that you hit him in the nose. And then you also want to follow through with your punches. So you say back of the head because you don't want to hit him here. You want to hit him back here to follow through. Yeah, and then the guy slips, and the ref hears you yelling back of the head. You hit the back of the head. You go, you dirty bastards! No, <laughs> like it's funny. I mean, not to get. I mean, not that he's my buddy, but if you watch the the famous fight with Chris Weidman versus Anderson Silva, Ray Longo's famous quote: uh, "What do you say? Punch a effing hole in his chest." I clean it up because Michelle's on the on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, he told him. He told him though, punch a effing hole in his chest, and he he wanted him in the head, but mm -hmm. he wanted you know because Anderson moves around so much. Yeah. He wanted to aim for that chest, so he pulls and he dips. But if you aim right here, you're gonna land something, and you're gonna yeah. dip up their body. Up oh, the comment. We need help in the common core. What's going on? <laughs> Hi, honey. Maybe <laughs> I'll help you in just a second. She's looking like, who are these two weirdos? Why is mom talking to these weirdos? These bald weirdos. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, let's let's let him go, Jimmy. I All know. right, Michelle. Listen, good good luck. Uh, I think am, am I correct in saying she's seven and you're eight? I mean, not that it. I mean, it's a very very. You guys are very close in the rankings, you and Carla. So this uh, obviously it's a big fight for both of you, and uh, the division is incredible right now, especially with Rose not being able to uh, or stepping out because she had uh, you know a couple of personal deaths in the family. Um, so you know things are going to get very interesting uh, probably after this weekend. It's an amazing. Really up in the air. I think about um, like even Nina, uh, and I think she's pregnant, right? Her and her and uh, Amanda are having a baby. Wow. Um, and and then um, Tatiana being out with the injury, and those two ladies are like have those those top spots secured. And so I'm kind of curious to see if those are going to clear up as well. But for sure, anytime I take a fight, you know, the objective is how can I get closer to fighting for the belt? Yeah. Well, good luck. I mean, you're on a great card. I, I don't. I can't remember the last time I was so psyched about a card as I am this weekend because it's been so long since we, we've had new fights to watch. So, uh, good luck and uh, enjoy yourself. Thank Tell Josh you. I said hi. Of course, it's always so good to see you guys. Always put a smile on my face. All right, bye, Michelle. Take yeah. care. Bye. Bye. She's so it sweet. Was very, She's very, very positive. Her kid, her kid kept looking like, who are these? What are these creeps? These Why, listen, man, I feel, I know how that is. Well, we don't look good on my camera. My wife knows how that is. <laughs> we don't look good on camera. That's how you speak know. to yourself. I'm that, sorry, Jimmy. I don't my look good. Friend, I, um, I look like an ogre. What's that? I look like an ogre. I know. No, I mean, you know. Um, neither one of us <laughs> I get my beard back. She looked like. She couldn't get over that her mom was communicating with such animals. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, let's get let's get cracking, man. Uh, Dana, how awesome is it to say that it's 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 fight week? I'm fucking psyched, man. Yeah, I'm I psyched. Too. I've been pumped up all weekend for this. So uh, yeah, it's good to be back. I'm excited, and uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get to Florida. When, when did you find at- out? Sorry, man. When did you find out that Florida was actually the place? Like, was there speculation at first? When did you get a concrete? Like, okay, we can go ahead with this. We could. There's a ton of places we could go right now. We, we could, there's a ton of places we could go. Florida is the one that just made the most sense because uh, I feel like they were the most aggressive. We got the governor, we got the mayor, we got the athletic commission, and they're you know the city of Jacksonville is pumped that we're coming there. So, um, you know. They're going to be the first the first spot we hit. We're back. May 9th. We go next Saturday. We're back. That's it. We're, we're back on our regu- regular schedule. So you actually have the schedule now is getting uh, is, is back to com- almost a weekly thing. Exactly. And then, you know, we're going to bang out four fights in two weeks. So we'll be we'll be really close to caught up with our schedule and and getting guys fights. Normally. When there's a card, there's always a few fights that I'm really looking forward to. When I'm looking at the, the fight card. And there's not one fight that I'm not – I don't want to take a bathroom break. When I look, Even the early prelims, when there's fights like uh, with Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa, yeah. and then there's Vicente Luque versus Nico Price on the early prelims. Yeah. I mean, usually those are cool, but there's somebody maybe breaking into the scene, getting their feet wet in the UFC. From the early prelims on, it's amazing. Was it harder to put this fight together during a quarantine, or was it – not that hard because nobody's got anything going on. There's no vacations planned and whatnot. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't say it's it's harder or easier than any other time. The, the hardest part of this thing was obviously the logistics. Getting this thing, you know, the first fight that we had that was going to happen on the Indian Reservation in California. That was crazy. That that was that was the craziest. I, I don't know. I mean, even back to the old days. I don't know. If it's been, <laughs> literally, we'd work all day, get shit done. We'd be like, all right, good for us. We'd go to bed, wake up the next day, and the whole fucking world was changed the next day, and uh, we had to start all over again. Have you ever worked harder for anything than what's been than kind of getting this whole thing going again? I mean, it just seemed like it was constantly like possibly, and then they would take it away, and then possibly, and then take it away. Is this yeah. the hardest you've ever had to put anything together? It, it's just different. I, I would say in the earlier days when we were trying to get this thing um, accepted and and you know build this business, you know we'd fly all over the country. I mean, there were days back in the old days where I had a day where I woke up in Atlanta, spent the afternoon in Boston and went to bed in Chicago. Um, so we, we had days like that in the old days, but uh, different, different type of, of work and a different type of, uh, I don't know, uh, of, of energy going into this uh, quarantine thing and, and trying to put on an event. Now, with, I'm sorry, Jimmy. But with things opening up again now, like you're doing this one in Florida on Saturday, May 9th, is Fight Island still going on? Because, listen, I love the Brett Okamoto song, and I'm it got me fucking pumped up. <laughs> and now, if, if anything, we have that. But is it going to still happen? Do we need it? What's going on with that? 
Yeah, yeah. So listen, we talk about opening up. I, I don't, I don't know exactly what that even means. Um, some places, I mean, you, you, you listen to our governor talk about it, and it's very hard to understand what the plan is. And I, and, and I know that some places are going to be different than others. I think it's going to be a long time before what we used to consider normal becomes normal again. Um, and I can tell you, the hardest part is going to be getting people in from other countries. Right. Um, so that's what Fight Island is really for. It's one of the things that we saw early and we said, this is going to be a problem. I mean, even when, when everything was normal and we run the UFC, we'd run into visa issues and, and things like that all the time. So you can imagine what it's going to be like now. So what was the, we, what's the problem, Dave? Is that the embassies are closed? Right, yeah. Right now the problem is that they're closed. Then when they open up, imagine how backed up they're going to be. And it, it's going to be a shit show for a very long time. So we saw that coming, and, and that was what Fight Island was designed to do. Because if we only put on fights in the U.S., we'll smoke this entire American roster in no time. Right. If we're a global business. We need to put fights on all over the world. So these fights that would have happened, you know, what do we got coming? We had Brazil. We got fucking uh, Perth. You know, we, we have uh, Kazakhstan. You know, all these other places that we were going to do fights this year will probably end up at Fight Island. And it's because the backup, what, what, do they have any idea? Is it going to be like, I, I think, do you think a five-month delay or, or, or is there really no clue? No clue. I, listen, any question you asked me about my business three months ago, I could answer. I have no fucking idea now, man. We're just, you know, and, and I don't like that feeling and I don't yeah. like being in that situation. So one of the things that we always do is we figure out how do how do we get this business up and running, you know, so that nothing bad can happen. And and Fight Island will answer all of our international problems. And uh, we've already got a lot of good options here in the United States for U.S. fights. So we're good. Now, Fight Island. Is the actual uh, octagon going to be indoors or outdoors on Fight Island? I've heard rumors of both. It'll be indoors. It but will there be will indoors. be an octagon on the beach where people can train. Oh, okay, but not for the actual fights. That was what right. I heard. I'm like, that didn't sound like... Yeah, no. I, I, I don't love outside fights. How hard has this been for you personally? I mean, because you're a guy, you know, again, like you like to control what's going on and you always know what's going on. And how difficult is this to be running around literally just kind of at the mercy of a, a system that you can't, there's nothing you can do? I don't know. It's it's actually, I know this sounds sick and twisted, but I've actually had some fun through this whole thing personally. And, you know, professionally, this has been different too. Um, and I don't want to sound like, you know, oh, it's been, you know, everything, this thing runs pretty smoothly. We, we got a pretty smooth operation here. We got a lot of good people that work here, know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of fun to mix it up a little bit and hit some hit some bumpy roads and some challenges. I, I love chaos. Has you there ever been chaos. a more satisfying – sorry, I'm sorry, Matt. Has there ever been a more satisfying thing than this one finally getting put together? No, it's pretty good. This feels pretty good. Yeah, you know – we, we've had a lot of fun milestones and a lot of things that we've accomplished. And, and this is another one that we can uh, we can put in the books after Saturday. Hey, did you clock in? Uh, you said, uh, you know, during quarantine, you've done some stuff uh, you haven't did with uh, your family since they were kids. Yeah, I can relate to that. Like, right. I mean, is that one good thing about it where because I listen, right. I've been with you, your your home. Me, it's nothing but it's bike rides and Uno games every night with me right. and my family. Is that what you're doing? Are you doing some stuff like you used to do? You getting... 
Yeah, so, so my, my older son is supposed to report to USD football on uh, 4th of July, which obviously isn't happening now. It's his senior year. He, he'd be out freaking blowing his brains out right now, bouncing all over the place, parties and all this stuff. And none of that stuff's going on. So he's home all day, every day, working out like a like a savage right now, getting <laughs> football. Um, and, and my daughter and I have been going on bike rides and um, – you know, it's 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 been fun, man. I've had a really good time uh, during this quarantine with with, uh, with my family. It's been awesome. So, and how do you think other sports have handled this too? Because you guys have, I think, been the, the best at, at getting things ready to go. And then you get dopes like Bob Arum saying, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing it," but he's just jealous that he can't put it together. I, I, I firmly believe that he's just upset that it's not him getting things moving. Listen, I think by now everybody realizes that Bob Arum's a dickhead. And, uh, you know, this guy's been talking shit about the UFC and me for 20 years. He, he fought, he's fucking bankrupt, this guy. He's bankrupt. Of course you don't want to. You don't want to put fights on. You can't afford to put any fights on, you fucking jack off. You've completely, you, you've been in this thing your whole life and completely destroyed the business and the sport. Congratulations, Bob Arum. You're brilliant. Uh, well, a fight I'm listen. A fight I'm looking forward to that I was just uh, I was just looking into. Henry Shahuto. You we were talking about. You guys are talking about getting Jose Aldo for a long time. You know, shit happens. Dominic Cruz, I think is, I think that's a fantastic fight. In the past, you said you believe in ring rust. Mm -hmm. Dominic Cruz back in um, what was it? A few years back, he had a three year layoff. He came back in a minute. To take out the number four, number five ranked Muzaki in, in just a minute, and that was after a three year layoff. So he doesn't believe in ring rust. Right. I'm excited about him and Henry. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I literally just said uh, in an interview last week I was talking about him, and I did say that too. I go, I believe in ring rust, and you know when you take time off, you but it's worked well for Dominic Cruz. Um, but uh, on the flip side, Dominic Cruz, I've never seen an unluckier fighter in my life. I mean, this guy gets hurt every single time he trains for a fight. And, and, and it was one of the problems in making this fight. Henry Cejudo's like, I'm going to do everything I can to train during quarantine. And I know this guy's going to get hurt and pull out of the fight, you know? So it was one of the, one of the uh, concerns for, for, for Henry Cejudo going into this fight. But uh, as long as we get there, Dominic gets there healthy, it should be a great fight. And there's been rumors about also uh, Woodley uh, headlining on the 23rd. Uh, and Gilbert Burns' his name has been thrown around. Is there a concrete opponent for him? Yeah, of course. Sean Shelby literally just walked out of the room right now. So <laughs> before I came into this interview, I got a text from Woodley that said, I'm looking for Sean. I want to sign this contract right now. I want this fight on the 23rd. So that's what Woodley just told me before I started this interview. So we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. And, and has there been a rumored opponent or no? Yeah, Burns is the is the opponent we're looking. Oh, at. it is Burns. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's a great fight. What about Leon Edwards? Does he have anything lined up? I mean, because again, he was supposed to fight him, and we love Leon Edwards. And you know, it's there's so many good fighters that I, yeah. he's a guy I think that a lot of times will get overlooked by the public because he's not like a loud or brash guy, but he's one of the best guys in that division. He's awesome, and and that's the guy that was supposed to be fighting Woodley. Yeah, that fight was supposed to happen in London. So as soon as we get Fight Island up and running, you got to imagine that Edwards will be one of the first guys fighting out there. And the fact that you made Ferg, I, you know, it's, as much as we want Habib to fight Ferguson, when I when you put Gaethje and him together, that's almost a fight I'm looking forward to. If is as much 
if not more than than against Habib. I mean, that is an incredible, incredible fight. And now that Justin has had a, a, almost a full camp, uh, it, it feels like this this is it could not have worked out better if Habib can't fight. Yeah, I agree with you. Listen, the fight that everybody wants to see is Tony versus Habib, right? If you can't make that fight, right. this is the best fight you could possibly make. This fight is going to be so fucking violent. It's going to be crazy. I mean, if this thing goes longer than, you know, anything can happen when you get two guys like this. And if somebody doesn't get knocked out quickly in this fight, this fight is going to be fucking insane. Now, when you're a promoter, you can't go out and say, oh, this is going to be the best fight ever. And right. this fight's going to deliver. And, and, and if you put your money down, you're going to get your fucking money's worth in this fight. You can't say that. I guarantee you. I promise you. I, there's, it, it's impossible for this main event to not be fucking ridiculous. You know, Justin Gaethje, too, this is, I mean, he's never an easy fight, but he's a really dangerous guy, and because nobody wants any part of fighting him. It's almost like he doesn't have the name recognition of a Connor or a Ferguson, and he's such a dangerous fighter that everybody, I think, is a little hesitant to fight him. So th he's, a, I think, a, a tremendously dangerous guy right now uh, for Ferguson to have to face. You have you have a fight with two two guys that that are in their prime, right? One guy hasn't lost a fight in eight years. The other guy has fought six times in the UFC and got seven UFC post fight bonuses. See the difference with this fight and his other fights that you that we talked about in the past that didn't deliver that were like oh this has to is the mentality of both yep. these guys yep. of mm -hmm. Ferguson and Gagey. Gagey's going in knowing it's a hey man he's he's content with just uh if i take him out great if i try he takes me out hey man he's good with that you know it's the guys who are afraid to lose that's when you get the boring shit and then ferguson's a maniac so you know he's going forward Matt, matt's so right about that too and you get two guys that get in there with so much on the line and they're like all i have to do is win this fight and then i get the the khabib fight not the way that these two are going to think. From the minute that fucking bell rings, you are going to see nothing but absolute violence from both of these guys. And they're both capable of, of, of uh, so talented and capable. Yeah, and the fact that you have Pettis and Cerrone as a prelim, like that's how good this card is, that that's the main event of the prelims. I think Jacare and Uriah Hall is the first fight uh, first of the prelims. Prelim I mean, it's crazy how deep this card goes. And I love that Nganu and Rosenstrike uh, is yeah, the third I'll, fight up. That's a no so fucking good. We didn't even talk about that fucking fight yet, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, it's an incredible card. Calvin Cater and Jack ah. Stevens. About to say that, dude. Yeah. Right. I had my finger on it, so I wouldn't forget. Yes. <laughs> That's like two old gunslingers, man. Those guys. I mean, yeah, just, I any one of these fights can headline a uh, card, man. I'm super excited. Know what it is? I think we were spoiled because there was so many coming at us. Oh, there's another fight this weekend. Oh, there's another one. We haven't had it. We're dying for it. What about you think getting some new fans after the, uh, dur at, on May 9th? Guys, because there's nothing else out there. What do you think about that? Yeah, I hope that's the case. I, I hope that, you know, um, because there have been no live sports, people are going to tune in. It's it, You know what's funny? You know, everybody's binge watching all kinds of different TV shows and all this other stuff. It's a very weird world without yeah. live sports. I mean, yes. even if you're not a huge fan of different type, like basketball or all this other stuff, when the games are on, 
you're interested in, in, in seeing some of it and knowing who won or whatever it might be. It's a very, very weird world without sports. I don't, this is, I don't like it. I don't either, and but I'm telling you, this is a match. Where a lot of people are going to watch this because it's a live event, and people who maybe have not watched the UFC, I can't think of a better card to break people in on. You have two great heavyweight fights. I love Greg Hardy against uh, 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 DeCastro. I love that as the opening fight. Uh, of the main card and uh, Ngannou Rosenstrike. I, I thought I felt bad for uh, Overeem in, in that last fight against Rosenstrike. I thought that was like a really rough way for it to end. But I mean, at ten and zero, he looks incredible. And Ngannou on three straight wins. What is the implications of that fight? If it, let's just say Francis does win that fight, if he wins, is, is he next in line for a shot? One hundred percent. I mean, next in line right now, we, we got Cormier waiting for Stipe to come back. Right. Um, you know, so so. We'll see what I, I saw a, a, a quote from Stipe recently where Stipe said, you know, um, there's bigger things going on in the world right now. Fighting will be there forever. It's not true. Fighting will not be here forever. I mean, when you're a professional athlete, your window of opportunity is very, very small. So hopefully we can get Stipe back in there soon with Cormier and get the heavyweight division rolling. Yeah, I'm also. It's funny. This card, you know, Bryce Mitchell against Charles Rosa is is a great fight uh, on the early uh, early prelims, and, and the the Luke uh, Nico Price rematch. Uh, this from top to bottom is great, and there's another one I'm looking forward to, and I, I think that's uh, Alexander Hernandez against uh, Drew Dober, and that is on the uh, is that the Anthony Smith card or is that on the uh, Overeem card? I don't remember. But I mean that—that's another great fight. Like every single card has all these months of fights backed up, and it, it's incredible. Every card is looks great. Thank you. And as and obviously, once we get back on track here and start doing some international fights, I mean, cards are going to be absolutely stacked like this for a while. You know, and it's funny. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say, it, it's funny, you, I'm not even thinking that these are not international fights, and, and you're correct, there's so many guys who are not included, um, but you know, the weird thing is, I, I told Matt earlier, I've never looked forward to a Monday before, but this is fight week now, it's the first time in over a month we've had fight week to look forward to, and I don't think I've ever looked forward to a card more than this one, because of how long the layoff has been. This is the first time in two months I'm actually going to know what each day is, I know that today is Monday, and I will know tomorrow is Tuesday, Big Groundhog uh, Day every day. <laughs> I, I actually might even put pants on this week too. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. In tribute, in tribute to the crisis, I'm going to leave them off as I did before the crisis. Um, <laughs> no, and you, by the way, you're uh, you're friends with uh, the president who you've known for a long time. When you guys were around each other, do you still think of him as the same guy you've known, or or is there that part of you that's like I'm hanging out with the president? Does it change the, your dynamics at all? It absolutely changes. Yeah. I mean, every time I, I think in the beginning, I, you know, cause there was one of the days that we were together and, uh, he wanted me to stop calling him Mr. President. And I said, that's not going to happen. It's just, yeah. uh, it's, it's a respect thing. You, you, you know, I, every time I call him now, it's Mr. President and, and, and yeah. So yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, it just changed. So do you sometimes send a text that if he doesn't get back to you, you're like, ah, the president's not ignoring my... <laughs> oh, you're too busy for me now? Yeah, what, what are you doing? What are, yeah, you're changing, man. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm not even fucking joking. It's dead serious. This guy is such a good friend. There has not been a time where I've reached out to him that he hasn't gotten back to me. I, I, I can't express to you enough. 
how 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 good this guy is. What what a what a solid, good guy he is. And he was one of the earlier friends of the UFC too, right? Like I I mean, from booking fights, it, what it was it is it Trump Marina, if I remember correctly, in uh, uh, in Atlantic Trump, City. Trump Taj Mahal. In in AC. Yep. My first fight, UFC yep. 31, and then he attended the Meadowlands just to watch in New Jersey, just right. as a fan. Show I remember first fight and stayed to the last fight, even after we left the Taj Mahal and went to the Meadowlands. And every good thing that has ever happened to me in my career, that guy was the first guy to reach out and say, I always knew you guys were going to do it. And, you know, and, and, and just a solid, good friend, man. And we've become even closer since he's become the president. And I can't believe you're on a, and I texted you this too. You're the first friend I've ever had on a presidential commission. It's got nothing to do with me, but it still makes me feel important that I know somebody who's on a presidential commission. I'm the first person I've ever known too, to be on a presidential <laughs> commission. So, yeah. Well, look, man, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I, I know Matt is thrilled and, and uh, you know, this is the most uh, I've, I've been excited about a card probably since I've been a UFC fan, just because of the uncertainty after the, what was it? April 18th was the one that got canceled. Like the, the, yeah. that was the last since that one, I, I, you'll start to feel like life will never return to, to normal. Like, do you have any of that, like where things are just never going to come back? It's like when there's a blackout, the lights will never come on again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, this has definitely been a weird one. Um, and, and like I said, it's not over yet. We're not even close to this thing being over yet. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out over the next year. I'm hearing, I'm hearing that other sports are talking about not even coming back yet. They're going to wait till 2021. I mean, if that happens, that's just that's crazy. And, and by the way, for anyone who's critical of this, you gave the fighters the option. Like anybody who doesn't feel comfortable, is is it's okay for you not to fight. You, you've given that option to the fighters. Fighters don't have to fight. My employees don't have to work. You know, it's, it's all people who want to be here and want to do it. Yeah, who feel comfortable. Yeah. And, uh, and there's also a rumor about Dana White looking for a fight on Fight Island to kick that thing off. I don't know. It's a rumor. It's happening. That is true. See that? It's Jimmy, you see what we do? All right, listen, Dana, I know you don't like TV. Are you streaming anything right now? Because there's no sports on? No, nah, I, I, I don't. I'm not a big TV show guy. Like anything, Jimmy. I can't get into any of that stuff. Your life is more interesting than most TV shows. I mean, I mean, what, what are they going to show that's more interesting than what you're doing? I, well, I keep hearing about uh, Ozark. People keep talking about Ozark. Everybody's talking about that one right now. I, I tried to watch The Tiger King. And uh, I watched, so I I, I, I don't Netflix or any of that shit, so I, I, I turn it on and it ends and I'm like, wait a minute, there's fucking more than one of these? I got to watch more than one of this stupid shit? <laughs> so I watched number one and number eight. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like to watch bunch any shows. Of, bunch of fucking goofballs, man. It's, it's like, I, there's no way I'm watching fucking eight episodes of this shit. When you're watching, does your mind go like, I could be doing something yes, right now. I should be 100%, working. Yes, exactly what I do. Every oh. time I'm watching some fucking stupid TV show, I'm like, I could literally be doing something right now other than this. Well, that's why the UFC is where it is. And that's why we have fights uh, despite all this craziness. That's why we have Fight Island. That's why we have uh, uh, fights coming up this Saturday. So, I mean, look, we know you're busy today. We're just happy we got to talk to you for a little bit. And congratulations on on, on really on, on navigating this because, uh, you know, this was a nightmare for everybody. And it looks like the UFC is doing the right thing. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, Dana. Thanks, man. Plug you for tickets again as soon as things are back to normal. So talk to you soon. I got plenty of tickets available. All right. Be good, buddy. Thanks, Dana. Later. Later, brother. Matt, I'll talk to you later.
Jimmy, I think that was um, I think that was great. That was yes. we got a nice talk, and uh, I am super psyched for this weekend. Yeah, me too. Man. And I'm super psyched for Wednesday. You know why? Because it's more of this. That's right. You know, it's so funny. I've been hearing about that Ozark show too. I might have to give it another chance. You know, it's okay. I, I didn't. Love, I didn't love it, but I liked it. Eh, is it like? Is I like Breaking Bad back in the day. Is it I like, like that? Breaking Bad. I like Breaking it's, Bad. It's not as good as that. No, it's not as good as Breaking Bad. Like Game of Thrones? Nothing like not that. Not nearly as good as Game of Thrones, no, no. Different thing. There's no dragons in Ozark. No, there's not. No. I told you, I can't get past the, past the first episode. Jason Bateman being a cuck looking on the iPad. I can't get past that shit. Yeah. It's rough. Okay. I'm going to be rooting for that lady later? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. No, no. I'm about no. You will. I'll think about the guy that fell out the window that was doing that to her. <laughs> okay. All right, Jimmy, listen, man. I love you, buddy. I, I can't you, wait to talk. I'll talk to you in two days. I'm really psyched, and uh, I'm glad everything is happening. I really meant it. I've not looked forward to a card this much in my life. So I'm really happy that it's happening. Too, and uh, I'll talk to you in two days. Okay, Jimmy. Be good, buddy. Bye, Bye, everyone. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.